0: Hello, and welcome to episode six of Holzer Talk. I'm your host, Sarah Lowry. And today, I actually sat down with our co-host, Sarah Starcher. Sarah is a training and organizational development specialist, and she talks to us about um, how training uh, adults is way different than children and she talks about becoming um, a teacher and then leaving the teaching profession to come to healthcare, and all the transition that happened in, in between so I really hope you like hearing Sarah's story it was a lot of fun talking oh, to her good thanks good. for having me sure thanks for taking some time out to talk to me today um, and we have Sarah Starcher she is a training and organizational development specialist And we're going to be spending the next few minutes with her. So, Sarah, tell me about yourself and your Holzer story.
1: Okay, so my Holzer story I've been with Holzer for just a couple weeks shy of a year now. Like, I've been here for almost a year. But before I came to Holzer, I was actually a public school teacher. So my background is in education, and I have eight years of experience teaching children. So I taught in an elementary school, and I've taught, like, first grade, second grade, fifth grade students, and then I've also taught special ed, so I've worked with, like, kindergarten through sixth grade. So big variety there. Yeah. And um, – you know, when this position came open, I read the description and I was like, you know, that really sounds like something I would enjoy. And I've said for a while, like, I always joke and say, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, I, I, when I was teaching, I'd gotten like several different certifications and things like that, just because I was like, well, this might be nice to have, or I just, I like to, you know, I like change. I like to embrace change a lot. Um, And so when I saw this job, I was like, I think that would be really nice because it still sounded kind of like teaching except more like with adults. And I was like, that might be a nice change of pace. So, you know, when I applied for the job and I interviewed with, you know, the team and everything, I really liked everyone and I liked what, you know, they said at the interview and then I had to put together like a little... Mini training session, which yeah. that was a lot of fun too. Okay. So, just the interview process to get here was really nice. And uh, so, that's how I got here. And, you know, once I started Sarah, I felt very overwhelmed, like kind of had that imposter syndrome. Like, oh, I've sure. been teaching kids for years, and now here I am in healthcare. And I'm like, I don't know anything about healthcare, I don't even like going to the doctor. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Not even just healthcare, the other end of the spectrum as far as the people you're teaching. Right. I mean, like, going from children to having to tell them what to do, right, at every single moment, Mm -hmm. because they don't know, Uh to having a specific subject and training adults. Yeah. How did... How did you do that? How did you navigate that? Well. Or do you think that was useful skill in creating, <laughs> I mean, really, because you have to plan and organize kids, I, you know. Right, yeah. But, yeah, how, how did you take your training in as a teacher and turn it into healthcare for adults?
1: So I, you know, as teachers, I feel like a lot of times, you know, we're trying to come up with, like, new and innovative ways to keep people's attention, like our students and things like that. And (laughs) I kind of took that and applied it to this setting. But, you know, I was really nervous. I remember the first couple trainings I did, I was just unbelievably nervous, like, almost, like, wanted to puke sick because I'm like, kids, they have no choice. They're forced to be there. (laughs) Like, these adults are here on their own free will. And, like, you know, I put that pressure on myself to, like, really give them something they could walk away with. And, you know, I think it worked out good because, you know, I did a lot of research and things and talked to the team. And, you know, one good thing is that we get to practice on each other. So which is also really nerve wracking because I care more about what you guys think than anybody else. But yeah, you had
0: a room full of experienced trainers. So taking that, I have a similar background as far as not as education, but this is not what I went to school for. This is not my training. (laughs) So to have that feedback though of, Hey, have you tried this? Have you thought about that? Um, probably made you feel a little bit more comfortable when it actually came time to the audience Yeah, you presenting to.
1: Yeah, it absolutely did because, you know, you all have trained people here before and you knew, right. like, kind of what they were like and what was expected. So it was really good to get that feedback and be able to, you know, kind of apply different changes and things. So I feel like just that in general helps, like, make our training stronger.
0: Right. So speaking of your trainings, what is something that – No matter what kind of training you're doing, no matter what the subject is, that is your signature that every one of your trainings has to have.
1: Okay, so (laughs) I really like to think of training. Okay, I like to bake and cook. So I really like to think of training as like almost like a recipe because there's not just like one single thing that has to go into it, but there's like, like I'm really big about including humor into my trainings. Like I like to make fun of myself and I will tell funny stories about things that I've done or, you know, different situations. Like I never like to poke fun at other people, but I will make fun of myself all day. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, so like if I can get the room to laugh, then it puts me more at ease. And I feel like, you know, I can kind of have more of like a conversational training where people feel more comfortable to like speak up and interact with me. So I really like to include humor and personal stories and i'm only i'm also big into like gamification and i like to have different activities So people are up and moving. They're not just sitting in one spot going to sleep on me because, you know, as a teacher. And I, I tell people this in some of my trainings. Like when I first started training and people would be out on their phones, like the teacher and me wanted to just kind of like walk over to them and use that proximity control. Like I'm standing really close to you. Put the dang phone down. But then I... (laughs) had <laughs> to realize like these are grown adults they have jobs they have responsibilities like right it's fine you know and they really do like I mean they just check it for a minute and put it back sure. but like, that was really hard for me because you know I wanted to bring that out like oh, you're not listening to me is what I you know right but yeah so
0: about your trainings so um humor is the one thing you feel like all your trainings need. Mm -hmm. So on the flip side of that, what is one misconception you think people have um, in our organization, especially about what exactly we do?
1: I think that people assume we only wear one hat here. And (laughs) in our department, it is constantly changing like there's always you know new projects coming across the board new ideas and things like that but people don't always see that because I've done a lot with like the continuing medical continuing medical education the CME process here Mm -hmm. and so like the people that I work with for CME think that CME is my only job and you know it's really just a small portion of my job and you know some of the trainings and things we've given I had one individual tell me, what do you mean you're not training again until, you know, May or whenever it was? And I was like, well, you have other trainers that'll train. So, like, he thought that that was just my job. Like, I was going to be doing all of those trainings. So, you know, we just rotate through a lot of different roles and a lot of different things. And, you know, our, our plate's constantly changing with the different um, projects and things we're doing. So I think that's the misconception is that, you know, people only see us for a small portion of our job so they just assume that that's our only job
0: yeah I I think I agree with that completely um so going off of the things that are constantly changing different projects different ideas asks to look at things maybe a little differently since you've been here about a year now what is the favorite thing What is the thing that you're most excited about or were most excited about to work on?
1: I think, you know, that's a tough question because there's so many like fun things that we get to do. And I say fun, you know, this is a job, but it really is a fun job because, you know, we get to work with other people and do things we like. Um, Really, I think that like putting together our leadership series training, like that was just something that was a lot of fun for me. And I went into it like when I developed my classes, you know, I did research about like uh, the different topics and like what all I wanted to include and things like that. And then, you know, I told you before I trained, I was super nervous, but then like some of the feedback that I got was really great. And that kind of motivated me to keep developing these classes. And I, I really enjoyed that because these were, you know, we do train our leaders in the organization, but we're like. I was new, like, I didn't know who any of them were, so I wasn't really intimidated by them either. So, you know, it was, it was a good experience. I think that's probably um, been one of my favorite parts, one of my favorite projects that we've done.
0: Okay. All right. I think we're out of time. But (laughs) thank you for coming. Thank you for uh, your time today. And until next time.
1: Yeah, thanks.